Practical Love Tips. The Love Exchange Podcast is hosted by Charlie and Kenya, a husband and wife duo. Today, join us to talk about life, love, and relationships and everything in between. You are listening to another hour of the Love Exchange Podcast. All right, tonight's episode, we're going to dive into um, the love languages. Most of this information is going to be coming from information that we gather from reading the five love languages and a few years back and applying it to our lives, um, our lives on a daily basis, whether it be with our relationships, whether it be with our relationships with our children or just people close to us that we love. Um, we really think you're going to enjoy this information and we're happy to have you here with us on tonight book that I think everybody should have in their library um the love the five love languages by Gary Chapman is a piece that will go down as one of my favorite books for relationships um this book has helped me in general with relationships especially with my um husband it's helped me to understand a lot at first I when I heard about it when I was younger I was like some of the things in there I don't know but going through life and you know growing together I've seen that applying the information that Gary provided in this book has been helpful and it has helped our communication it helps us realize what you know nurtures our spouse the goal is to build them up not tear them down and being able to understand what they need and to be a support to them and them be a support to you and vice versa you have to know what love what your partner's love language is so basically these are two questions i want you to ask yourself are you dealing with issues in your relationship hmm okay does your spouse know your love language sub question to question number two do you know your love language because you don't know then how can you tell somebody else or show somebody else what you need it's not often for them to crack the code to your love language. You just have to sit down and have a conversation with them and let them know, hey, this is what I like. This is when I feel loved. These are the things that I need you to do to make me feel loved. And this, I mean, you may some people may feel like, well, if I got to tell him what he there for, you do. You can't expect another person to know what makes you happy. They can only see what's on the outside. The love is coming from the heart, which is in the inside, but they can't see what makes your heart go you know that they can't see what makes you tingly in the inside. You gotta tell them. So that's where the communication um barriers come in a lot of relationships. And we're gonna help you guys out tonight. We're gonna talk about the love languages and we're gonna give you a little brief description on all of them, and then we're gonna ask a couple questions um and leave some things for you to ponder about. So and I just want to say this to the young men or young guys that's listening. Um, I think a lot of our biggest breakdown is um, nobody has taught us how to communicate. And uh, a bigger thing is that is with women and men trying to figure out women, men are just bad communicators. They just don't understand how to communicate with a woman. So when you listen to this, listen to understand and right. really just be able to um, communicate with your your significant other or or whatever. So 
you know, get you a pen and paper because sometimes you might forget. That's right. So, Take notes. So listen as we go over these things. And the first one of the five love. One thing before we jump into that, that I just wanted to piggyback on a statement that you made. Listening to understand and not listening to respond will is a, it's a game changer. Because in a relationship, in communication, there are so many barriers that can totally take the point to another area. If you're trying to say something and before you, you know, make your statement all the way, your significant other, spouse or whomever has already told you how they feel because they're not listening to understand you. They're listening to respond. That's something that I have dealt with in life. And then I I can tell you from a personal standpoint, it is a game changer when you realize. And I say dealing with, I mean that I'm still going through but I'm fixing it. I'm able to self-correct myself when I, you know, when Charlie's talking to me or when somebody is talking to me and I, I'm passionate about something and I want to get my point across, but I got to, you know, redirect that because I want to listen to understand. And the part of active listening is to let the person finish. You cannot give a, a, a you know, a, a true answer to something unless you know the entire question and if you butt in you know because of emotions then it's not it's, it's going to go a totally different way so you definitely want to um, listen to understand shows a, a lack of respect so you definitely want to listen to understand and not listen to respond so yeah mm, good stuff good stuff all right go ahead so um, the first um, one of the five love languages are words of affirmation um, if you don't understand what words of affirmation is, um, words of affirmation is something um, when someone says something nice to you or your significant other says something nice or about you. Yeah. Or just something that you did, you know, or they, you know, they're telling you something that compliments you. You know, those are words of affirmation. And believe it or not, that is my love language. Well, my first love language is words of affirmation. And I think that um, it really does, you know, help me move throughout throughout the day or something. Like if I'm doing something, I said, well, that, that look good on you. Uh, that's nice. You know, that look good. Uh, just anything that. That sets my mind at ease where I don't have to worry or, you know, you should do that, you know. Affirming somebody, making them feel like, you you know, letting them know that you're there to support and you think that's a good idea or, you know, that's a good look and you look, look nice. To be honest, I'm going to be transparent right here, right now. And then my husband, he probably knows where I'm about to go with this. Earlier on with that before I really got to understand words of affirmation and love languages I would be like me I always want their ego stroke like yeah, <laughs> why I gotta tell you that such and such you should know but that is totally incorrect and that it's far from the truth um, you should you know you, you should if you're, you're there and you're the spouse it's being in a relationship is about a lot of things and it's about letting your per- letting the person that you love know that you love them you care about them letting them know that you see them and they're just not there to be you know a, a, a person that you know takes you out every now and then or a person that you you know go to bed with and see you gotta have open dialogue hey baby you look nice today you know when they do something good let them know you know i appreciate you for cooking for me um that food was delicious you know you don't have to use those words verbatim those are just examples but words of affirmation if that is your significant other's love language then 
There, I mean, that's not a hard one. You just got to get past the why I got to tell you something. You should know it. You know, honestly and truly, when I learned, you know, that that was a primary love language for him, it made things a lot better because it wasn't that I didn't want to tell him. It was just that I didn't understand why, you know, he liked to hear those things. I feel like you're a man. What I got to tell you, you know, you look nice. Well, okay, you all right. <laughs> but I mean that's the truth right that's what it's all about being completely honest about how to get to a better place in your relationship yeah and and, and I think words of affirmation like um, there's no set book or anything telling you how to be a man so you need somebody to you know just say hey you know I got your back you know yeah, just something like this I agree. All right. Now, number two, which happens to be my primary love language is acts of service. Oh, boy. So acts of service, that would be doing something. Um, Those of you who follow me on social media know that I really get excited when I come home and the laundry's going or the house is smelling good. He's clean and mopped or he's cooked or something like that. I even made social media posts on my Snapchat and Instagram just celebrating that. Like, you know, shout out to my husband. He hadn't seen it, but I have. I have. Yeah, I get really excited about that, baby. You, I come in this house from work and you around here cooking some dinner. It's on site. Really? I didn't see that. You hadn't seen it, but you know acts of service is my primary love language. Okay. I'm just saying, I hadn't seen that on social media. Well, you haven't paid attention. You don't even be on there as much to see it. So you might, you know, you might need to check your feed every now and then. But I do celebrate you, baby. Because acts of service, really, you know, it gets me going. It is your um, love language. That's my primary love language. Number three. All right. Something else that I believe um, one of the five love languages is um, quality time. And this one is also one of my wife's secondary um, love language. And this is really quite simple. It's just spending time together. It doesn't make, uh, you don't have to make a million dollars. You don't have to make a thousand dollars. You know, you can just do simple stuff such as going walk, walking in the park or working out together or maybe even cooking together. Um, you know, anything, anything where you can just spend quality time and talk about your day, um, what you plan on doing. Maybe vacations or whatever, you know, just just spending t- quality time together. Um, that that's kind of stuff that makes your spouse that one of her love languages is quality time that makes her happy. You or he is me. I like quality time as well. I need a guy out. Yeah, and then you know. Through the week, it's hard to do that when you're busy and you're working, but take a few minutes. Um, Hubby and I always get together at some point after our day um, and we get in the room or we'll talk in our room or we'll talk in the kitchen. I usually try to... um, meet him at the door now that I you know work from home I usually try to meet him at the door and ask him how his day was if I'm not in a meeting or something like that I'll ask him how his day was or after I get off work he'll ask me you know that opens up dialogue to talk about your day and spend a little quality time you know you can kind of decompress and share your day and you know go from there that opens up you know a conversation it it makes you it makes me happy. That's one of my that's my secondary love language. I like to spend time, but let's add a little layers to this, if you may. 
Quality time is good if you like spending time with your spouse, if you like your spouse. Quality time can be a difficult thing if you're not on the same page, you don't really like your spouse. But then that also ties back into knowing their love language because it'll help you understand them a little better. Right. So that we, that's the layer we want to add to that. That's the takeaway. Um, because a lot of people don't like quality time because, for one, they don't like being around their significant other all the time. It doesn't mean you have to be around them all the time. But if you have that issue in your relationship, you really need to come to the table and discuss that. Because there there are so many other things in life that take a, that, you know that make us not happy, that we have no control over. You have control over what makes you happy in your relationship. And you can start by applying these five love languages and you should see some improvement. But it, it won't solve everything, but it'll help. All right. The next one, receiving gifts. Does receiving stuff make you happy? It doesn't have to be something expensive. It can be, you know, a flower or a card or a poem or just something handmade, but it's a gift. Some people like receiving things. It lets them know how much you love them by you just, you know, a thoughtful token, something tangible in hand to look at and say, hey, you know, such and such gave me this. I really felt love when he gave me that gift. That was nice. Or a gesture. Yep. Receiving a gift you can does not have to be somebody buying you something expensive or a phone or a bag or shoes. A nice gesture as a gift could be um, love language number four, which is receiving gifts. You going to talk about number five? All right. The next one is um, my secondary physical touch. And I believe most men are all physical touch people um, too. Um, uh, examples such as hugs and kisses and you know just touching it um, you know touchy feely grabby you know you know this is stuff men like to do with, with their significant other and you know I'm coming from the man's uh, perspective so um, yeah just just be physical <laughs> and coming from my perspective as a woman if I've had my first two primary, well, my first primary and my secondary, if those have been met, I'm all game for physical touch. However, comma, if I feel like there's something lacking within the two, or if I come home and I got, not saying that this, this has to happen every day, but if I come home and I got to jump right into cleaning, cooking, handling things with the kids, just normal day-to-day stuff, physical touch may often be put on the back burner. So guys, a little helper for you. Go ahead and take care of those acts of servicing and that quality time stuff. So five is the the ultimate goal at the end of that. Get that physical touch. Because for most guys, physical touch, hugs, kisses, touching, that leads to sex. And for most guys, that's the goal, right? Hopefully, you know, that's the goal for you. But if you go ahead and take care of her love languages, it'll be easier. You won't get that, baby. I got a headache or baby, I'm sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um at the end of the night just FYI for you guys go ahead and knock that thing out set it up you want to start from the early morning setting up physical touch especially if that's your love language now you don't want to you never want to push your love language on your spouse um, or your partner because it may be something totally different from what they desire. Yeah, you got but to you want to set out. up yeah. the day, especially if it's a day where, you know, you're going on a date or something like that or you got some things planned. You need to start working on that ultimate goal of physical touch 
from the morning. Leave a cute little note on the mirror. Play some, you know, cute little games. Text her in the middle of the day or text in the morning to say good morning. Women love good morning texts. I don't care how long you've been married, dating, or what. You, everybody loves to know that they're think you're thinking about them. So those are things that can set up number five. But like I said earlier, does your spouse use their love language to show you instead of putting effort into knowing what your love language is? Example: If my love language is acts of service. I shouldn't want, I shouldn't, and then Charlie's love language is not acts of service. It's his primary love language is words of affirmation. I, me doing things for him won't, he won't feel the same way about me doing acts of service for him as he would if I started off with words of affirmation. So you want to make sure that you're not applying your love language to them. If you happen to share the sub, same love language, awesome. But if not, you got to put, effort into their love language um, you never want to make somebody feel like you are overshadowing their feelings you want to make them feel you know needed wanted accepted appreciated those are things that you want to make sure that you take care of in a relationship because those are often barriers that lead to other things not saying that there's any excuse for them but those barriers leave opportunities. We'll say they leave opportunities. Um, the next thing is sit down and discuss what your primary love language is with your spouse. Well, the first thing you need to do is figure out what your love language is. Once you figure out your love language, then you need to sit down and share this information with your significant other. And then you can go ahead and then um, figure out what you want to do, uh, what their love language is. Um, and once you know your significant other's love language, then you can be able to do those different things that they like. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't yeah, make no. sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for you to know your love language and your partner doesn't. That's right. Um, so... Yeah, share, share your love language with them and they need to share theirs with you. Have um, a sit down and have a talk. Next time you go out on a date or next time you're on the phone, FaceTime and whatever means of communication that you guys may choose for your relationship, that's because that's completely up to you. Have that conversation. And there's also information online about the five love languages. Um, there's YouTube videos about it. The, you know, pick up the book. The book is super awesome. It's an inexpensive, inexpensive book. Um, if you're an audiobook person like myself, you know, you can, you can find it online and listen to it. Or you can go to any bookstore, Amazon, wherever, and pick up the book. The book is super awesome. I mean, Gary Chapman has really carved the lane for himself with this one. And then there's even one for, you know, children, parents with children, you know, family. There, There's a lot of things. There's a workbook that comes with it. There's a lot of great things. But communication is key. None of this matters if you don't talk about it. Because no one, you shouldn't expect for anyone to know unless you put it on the table. Now, if you put it on the table and then these things are not being addressed or there's no effort, that's a totally different situation, you know, and then we'll be getting to that in future episodes. So we hope that you guys join us back to talk more about that. But 
you want to let them know, you know, it's, these are not difficult things. And none of this stuff is, you don't have to be a millionaire or rich or, you know, to put in the effort. It's just all about knowing yourself. Into your knowing the person that you love. And, and I think in order to do that, you got to talk. Men know communication you break you need easier See if you're meeting you your partner's needs. things to your daily interactions to with your spouse. See them. I guarantee you that you'll see changes. Now, don't come to me and tell me that you tried and you didn't see it because you got to put some effort in and it's not an overnight thing, but you should see improvements um, within your relationship, especially in your communication. Because when someone's having a long day, the first thing they need for you to be, you know, complaining, nagging, whining about it, start off, you know, put some effort into whatever their love language is and then... There are, there are always exceptions to the rule in anything in life, right? So you have to apply the background of your relationship and use the things that we've discussed to um, how your relationship is. But the love language is a great way to start off by getting to know your spouse, helping your spouse get to know you so that things can be a little bit easier. Nothing's perfect in a relationship, but, you know, knowing what makes your spouse happy and are, you know, your significant other and having your significant other or your spouse know what makes you happy things more easier um, I would say so apply the things that we've talked about across tonight's episode and you should see some improvement um, and let us know how it works out so um, that's it for me Charlie do you have anything else to add oh yeah well I just want to say um, you know I had problems with communicating and I just want to let people know that you know over time communicating with your spouse or communicating with anyone that's in a relationship it, it gets better when you know how to talk to someone and that, um, you know, just, just communicate and just say what's on your heart and say what's on your mind. And can't be afraid that you might hurt someone's feelings, but you really got to, you know, just put it out there and let them know, you know, what's going on. So just just be able to sit down and talk and have an open mind. That's all I have to say. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today's episode of the Love Exchange Podcast. Again, we're excited to bring this platform to each and every one of you. We hope that something has been said across this episode as well as our previous episodes that will bring you back for with us another week. And if you've heard something that you liked, let us know. Let us know how we're doing. Share with a friend, family member, or even share with the foe. We're here to make this thing called life a little bit better in any way that we can. So we would appreciate your honest reviews. We would appreciate you sharing with others and um, we would appreciate you joining us for another episode. All right. So um, again, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you for listening on today. Um, And this has been another episode of the Love Exchange Podcast. We'll be dropping our social media and our contact information here at the end of the episode. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. Be sure to join us weekly here on the Love Exchange Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Love Exchange Podcast and email us at Kenya at loveexchangepodcast.com or charlie at loveexchangepodcast.com with topics or questions. Oh, 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 o